everybody. It's Jessie Lynn. Welcome back to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. And let me tell you, Rodeo Royalty is in the house today. And I am so super excited to welcome a good friend of mine that I actually had the opportunity to meet in Vegas in December of 2022. Y'all, please help me welcome Ms. Haley Fredrickson to the podcast. How are you doing? And the crowd goes wild. Yes! <laughs> I'm Woo! doing great. I need my little hand clapper. Like, I need my pre-program oh. here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was expecting the whole clapping. But, hey, Jesse, no, I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. And, shoot, it's only been a couple of months we last saw each other. I know. And it's so crazy. You know, we were just kind of talking off the side over here. Um, you know how it's, it's been just a few months ago, but my goodness, you and I both have been running crazy, but I mean, your social media has just lit up and I'm going, where in the world does she get all this energy from? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, when you've given up your personal social media for three years, it's, uh, it's time to revamp and kind of put away some of those photos in the archives that have, you know, been on there for so many years and, and refresh the page a little bit. But uh, you know what? I've always loved social media. Um, I told myself even after uh, my rodeo queen career, because again, social media is a huge part of our job now as a rodeo queen, and especially as Miss Rodeo America, um, that I wasn't going to go off the face of the earth, so to speak. I wasn't going to go in the dark. Right. I wanted to keep people interested in what I was doing and show them, you know, all the opportunities and things I get to do now because of those titles that I worked so hard to get for. So that's my purpose behind still being active. Um, and I'm going to try and be more active on social media as the, the year goes on. But right now, it's just been fun to share my personal but yeah, absolutely. I love it. I've, I've, I've loved watching your journey. Of course, um, the year you were Miss Rodeo America, I was Miss Rodeo USA. So we had a really unique experience and a really unique year and getting to watch each other's journeys through the lens of social media, but then also in person, which was really amazing. And, um, having a chance to come out to Vegas and actually meet you in person. It was just kind of a fangirl moment. You know, it's kind of one of those things you were like, Oh my gosh. Like, okay. I've got to keep my cool. Like I'm eating Haley. This is awesome. Hey, same for me. Same for me. You know, like you said, we kind of, you know, we kept in touch through social media. Yeah, absolutely. Being able to stay in touch with those people. Yeah. So you know, we, we haven't been able to really hang out a whole lot this year. You know, we kept up through social media, which is another great way to use social media is to, to stay in touch with others. But, you know, you're kind of on the southern route. I'm more on the northern route. Uh, so finally getting to catch up in December uh, was such a great moment for me. Uh, I, I, you admire me, or I, I'm inspired by you, I should say. Oh. And, uh it was a fangirl moment for me too. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, and this is what people miss in, I think, in the Rodeo Queen world. And I was reading just a couple of your interviews that you've done throughout the year last year. And, um, you know, I tell you what a production too, man. That's my first time being out to the Miss Rodeo America pageant. My mom's a Miss Rodeo America alum. She was Miss Rodeo Alabama back in 88. And so I only got to hear all the amazing stories. But then seeing it in person, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is insane. And yes. what I love about yes. being there is 
just the friendships and the camaraderie. And, you know, we talk about this a lot in the rodeo industry, but it being a family and it truly being those friendships that you carry with you for a lifetime and um, being able to use our networks. I think that was the most amazing thing to me last year was seeing you use your network. Again, I've I've been reading some of your stories here and talking about – you know, what you did during your time as Miss Rodeo Colorado for the two years of the pandemic and um, your titles prior to that and and how you tried to to reinvent yourself and and not do the same thing that everybody else has done. I absolutely love that. And I think that's what made you such an outstanding Miss Rodeo America is you kind of broke the mold. You had some of the coolest fashion outfits, I must say. I was like, fangirl moment over here. <laughs> you know, slightly, you know, okay, yeah, that's that's a Julie. Okay, yeah, that's, oh, that, oh, yeah, okay. So I just love the fact that you are genuinely you and so authentic and you know what you see is what you get and I want you to tell us a little bit you know this this podcast is all about catching dreams and I know kind of originally maybe rodeo queening was not the the ideal thing but then um you know it brought you back into it when you got your degree from Colorado State and so tell us a little bit about how you journeyed back into the rodeo queen world and and how that looked for you yeah absolutely well first and foremost thank you for the clothing compliment you know so funny uh, cowgirl magazine did an article on me about being the most fashionable uh miss pretty america and i was kind of taken back by it because i was like what that no that can't be me so, but you know what? I had so much fun with all my clothes throughout my year. Just getting to work with some of these amazing sponsors, as I'm sure you had the opportunity to do so as well. Uh, so I just had a lot of fun with it. And, you know, I thought to myself, you know what? I only get this for one year. Hopefully only for one year. <laughs> and I'm going to have fun with it. And uh, and I did. You know, I there is not a part of my year as Miss Radio America or even as Miss Radio Colorado that, you know, I just, I didn't have, you know, fun. I, I always had fun. And I always told myself every good day starts with a good outfit. So I always made sure I had a good outfit planned for that day. So I made sure I was in a good mood. Yes. <laughs> but uh, in terms of, of getting back into the rodeo queen journey, as you had mentioned, so my first title was back in 2009. I was the Johnstown Saddle Club Princess. And I've told this story many of times, but I always think it's, it's good to retell it because I think it ignites um, some girl's passion or desire to jump back into rodeo cleaning or, hey, you don't always have to love the hair and makeup right away. It just comes with time, right? Right. So when I uh, held that first title, I was actually given the title. I didn't have to try out for it. Um, It was for a saddle club and came up to me. I was of age for the title and, you know, they were like, hey, do you want to be the princess? We have a queen, but we don't have a princess. And I was like, well, sure. And I've always been kind of a yes girl, um, just taking advantage of opportunities. And never in my wildest dreams would I have ever imagined that that moment of me saying yes to being a, a, a rodeo queen that I didn't even have intentions of becoming. I was just a horse crazy barrel racing girl, you know, growing up. And 
Um, I would have never imagined that it would have led me down this path that, you know, God had planned for me to do. And I had just discovered it at that moment. But, you know, in that title, uh, I didn't wear any makeup. I refused to curl my hair. So my mom would braid my hair wet at night and take the braids out in the morning. So I would have some kind of curl. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did not look like your typical lambs up rodeo queen like I used to look, uh, you know, last year. Right. And again, the makeup and the hair just comes with time. Yes, it does. Um, And then that was kind of it. Yeah. And then that was kind of it for me. Um, You know, I got some great memories out of it, but that was, I didn't really think much of it after that year. Right. And then I got really involved with dance. I did competitive dance growing up. I started dancing at the age of three and moved up through a uh, studio that had a competition team. And I got really involved with that. And I loved it. I still love dance. Every time, you know, music's playing in the rodeo arena or something, I'm always jamming out. I love music. It puts me in a good mood. It releases tension. Yeah. I love dancing. I really do. And uh, That would explain so your mad skills. That. <laughs> I wouldn't say mad skills. Now, the, the routine that you saw at Miss Rodeo America I had only two days, two practices before Friday's fashion show. Holy so, smokes. So, not giving myself any more of a boost, but I'm pretty dang proud of myself. Girl, fashion. you should because, be. Because, yes, even though I have an extensive, <laughs> even though I have an extensive background in dance, I never danced with a partner. Yeah. Dancing with a partner is a totally different ball game. And uh, so, you know what? I'm pretty dang proud of myself on that one. But uh, so, again, I got really involved with dance. um, And then college came about. I went to CSU and studied animal sciences and, you know, kind of thinking about scholarships and, and furthering myself. And honestly, what kind of started my uh, my passion again for for rodeo cleaning was I was applying for internships Mm -hmm. my junior year and you know I I wasn't the top of the class but I was a good student and I got good grades and teachers liked me and you know I had I had good connections and and but my resume wasn't showing that I was just this outstanding student you know I wasn't standing out from the rest and so I was losing opportunities because I wasn't getting um, these internships. Right. And so I started thinking to myself, I'm like, how am I going to make myself stand out? Cause I, I have big goals. I have big aspirations for myself. I'm not going to settle for something that's mediocre. I know I can push myself to be better than the day I was before. You know right. what I mean? And so I thought to myself, what can I do to make me stand out? And so then I started thinking about my rodeo queen journey or my rodeo queen career back in 2009. And I thought, hmm, I try out for that again and I wanted to get back into horses and whatnot and um but, you know my parents have always rode uh, my mom's barrel races my dad's team rope so you know I was always still involved with horses some way or another but just kind of took a break from it because of dance yeah and uh so I I started uh preparing myself to try out for my county fair which I was in 4-H for 11 years and showed pigs and so they had a rodeo queen title at my county fair and I tried out for it and I lost oh 
And, you know, my parents were like, well, that's it. You know, you're, you're done. Oh, my God. Like, no, I'll, <laughs> Not I'll quite. out for another one. And, and, of course, you know, they were in the, the committee was like, oh, come back next year. You're going to you're gonna do so much better next year. And I was like, hmm. You didn't want me this year. You're not gonna want me next year. So right. <laughs> I moved on and went on to a, a different group, and that's when I tried out for Deer Trail, which is home to the world's first rodeo. I don't care what other people say. Deer Trail Colorado is home to the world's first rodeo. I love it. And uh, tried out for that, and I won. And I remember after I won, they handed me the buckle, and I was like, Oh shoot! I forgot I get a buckle. I was so excited about that <laughs> buckle, and uh, that kind of just you know, ignited that flame that had stayed so dull for so long. Right. And it just sparked back up, you know, and, and, uh, so that kind of kickstarted my journey. And then people started noticing me throughout my years, deer trail. And I still look back at those pictures and, you know, at the moment you're like, Oh man, I look so good. I look back at those pictures and I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> Haley Fredrickson, what did you think you were doing? Um, the growth and process. So people are like, oh, you, you should, you should try it. Right. Yeah. Total glam up. Absolutely. Um, and so people were telling me, Oh, you should try out for Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know. And I was like, man, that would be a good thing to add to my resume, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I I was just getting – Colorado's different. We have a prelims and then we have finals. And prelims offers gals the opportunity to go through the pageant process mm-hmm. without actually trying out for the title. So it's like yes. a mock pageant. And so that was my plan. I was going to do that first to make sure that this is what I wanted to do and that I enjoyed it. And then actually try out the following year. Right. Well, I got then um, basically roped into actually becoming a contestant. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it. kind of what started. I, I entered in. Yeah. I, I'm just always forced into these titles. <laughs> it's kind of a theme here. And, uh, and so I tried out as a contestant and I lost. You know, <laughs> I, I won appearance, but I lost. And I think I come in, I came in either second to last or dead last. I'm not quite sure what, uh, when it came to finals in, mm-hmm. in June or July. And my parents were very upset. I'm an only child, so my parents are very invested yes. in what I do. And, of course, you know, as every good parent, they want their children to do well. And so my parents were very upset that I didn't, you know, I didn't do that well. Yeah. And they were like, well, that's it. You're not, you're not trying out anymore. And I said, nope. That I'm I'm trying out again. Yeah. I will be Miss Rodeo Colorado. Yes. I don't know when, but I will be her. Because I had tried out early enough where I had several more years to try out. So right. I told myself, I'm going to be her. I just don't know when, but it's going to happen. Yes. And lo and behold, I think God knew he was holding me off for one more year to give me that the biggest blessing I think I would have I have ever been bestowed upon. Um was winning this Rodeo Colorado 2020 because then I gained that second year to really prepare myself and be that serious contender for Miss Rodeo America. Because I look at myself at the end of 2020, and there's no way I would have stood a chance at winning Miss Rodeo America. And so I am beyond grateful that I have that second year to prepare and really, you know, dig deep down into my soul of, hey, is this really what I want? And I knew this is what I wanted. Um, when my committee asked me to serve that second year, 
Um, some of my friends, you know, they, it took them a while to really digest if they wanted to do it, which they had other plans after this year. And I don't blame them for taking that time to think about it. But for me, I was like, sign me up. Sign me up for three years if it has to be. Right. I'm trying out for Miss Ready America, and I'm going to be that gal. Exactly. So when I set a goal for myself, I am bound and determined to achieve it, or at least do really, really good at it. Um, I love that. So that's the... Uh, that was kind of my story. <laughs> you know, I, I love it. You know, we didn't have a whole, whole lot of time to talk when we were, obviously, you were working, I was working, everybody was working. And, you know, but but I just, I knew just by the brief moments that we got to spend together and just chat and talking with your board and your supporters, your family, I just had this feeling. I'm like, she is a girl who knows what she wants and you you go for it and and i love the fact that you just you you just shared the whole story and i'm sitting over here kind of checking off a little checklist of like yep that sounds like me yep oh yep there yeah okay here we go we're gonna start the auction off all right let's go but you know it's so funny because well there's... and go ahead oh no you're good i just wanted to share this with you too you know did you ever feel like when someone told you that you couldn't do something or couldn't be something that instead of it just kind of discouraging you, you got not angry, but just, Oh, like you're going to tell me I can't do something. I'm going to show you that I can. I don't know if you felt that way. Oh yeah. You know, trying out for Miss Radio USA or any other titles that you did not win. Did you kind of feel that way too? Yeah. You know, it's funny growing up, um, it was it was interesting. One thing my mom would always like to do sometimes, and I, and I don't mean to make this sound bad, but if she could make me just a little ill before I went in to run a barrel pattern, I'd ride better because it was one of those things of where, all right, you said I I'll just show you, you know, and it's it definitely the yep. same mindset in the rodeo queen world, and and I have it's funny a little kind of similar story to yours a little different in the fact that I actually started rodeo queen pageants when I was three um and by the time 2010 yeah yeah by the time 2010 had rolled around I was uh 14 and um you know had won the miss junior miss uh SLE rodeo queens pageant title and you know got life got busy and you know started preparing for college just kind of similar to your story and um I had sold all the rodeo queen wardrobe and i'm like well you know i guess my rodeo queen career's kind of over there wasn't a whole lot around my area it kind of phased out here and i um, glad to see it coming back um and you know talking about god having a plan for you um i don't know if ever you've you have probably experienced this at some time or another but you talk about god having a plan well you know here i am we're in the middle of the pandemic you know and i've come off tour you know, because everybody has all the venues have canceled everybody's panicking you know we have shut everything down and um i said well i'm gonna go back and do my phd and and you know do that while we're passing the time you know <laughs> good idea right and um, yeah. it's like in january <laughs> of 21 the lord tapped me on my shoulder and is like hey, you need to go try out for uh, Miss Limestone 2021. And I'm sitting here going, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, then you need to go and uh, try out for Miss Rodeo <laughs> USA. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting here kind of scratching oh, my God. head saying, okay, Satan, get thee behind me. You're distracting me because we had just gotten some calls about 
venues that were outdoor venues needing to fill shows because if they didn't open, they were going to lose the business. I mean, that was just the reality of where we were. And, you know, here we are coming off of, we actually, during COVID, were very blessed. Our band and our crew was actually able to tour during that time. And so we were just astounded and, and picked up more shows. We had a blast. And I'm sitting here going, no, Lord, this, huh, this, you've got me on this track with the music business. We're rocking and rolling. I ain't got time for this. And I kind of brushed it off. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of thought about it a little later. And I'm like, well, maybe I need to, to pray about this because I'm like, normally I don't get that tap on the shoulder or gut instinct unless it's something that I have learned he's wanting me to do and so prayed about it and sure enough it um, I was like okay all, all right here we go so here I am 10 years out of the rodeo queens business you know I had coached a few girls sent them on to USA uh, Alabama at the time did not have a Miss Rodeo Alabama I am so happy to know that we have one now that's getting ready to go to Miss Rodeo America this year so I'm so happy this program has booted back up and um you know, I told mom, and, and literally my mom asked me, I'm an only child as well, so we're only child club over here. And uh, she literally asked <laughs> the me, best she, club. the best club, the best club. And she's like, have you lost your mind? And I said, I think so. <laughs> I said, this makes no good business <laughs> sense, you know, in, in business, owning, you know, the music corporations and still coaching and training. And I'm like, this makes no good business sense whatsoever to stop what I'm doing for two years of my life to go do this. But I had that, that just tug on my heart and on my soul that's like, if I don't try it now, I will look back later and regret not having gone and done it. So... Here goes me and the Lord on this nice little journey. And, um, you know, it's it was two years, probably the best two years of my life. Because like you said, um, I, my, my resume almost is one of those things that I almost have a little too much. So I needed something that helped me reconnect with my industry and my, my family, as I call it. And it was so amazing because the people that I have not heard from or, you know, touched base with in over several years, I mean, we've reconnected, we've got new networks, there's stuff going on right now with my PhD stuff, just kind of like you, God has opened so many of those doors that you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry for ever questioning you. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I have always had a very strong faith in God and it still has my family and they've instilled that in me. But not until I look back did my faith grow even stronger or really trusting him grow even stronger um, in 2020. Absolutely. You know, because I, I thought to myself, God, where, where are you taking me? You know, I, I'm 22, I think I was 22 at the time. You know, I, I, this is where you start, you know, either you graduate from college or going on to get your master's or finding that, that soulmate, yep. marrying them, settling down. Like that's kind of, you know, traditional yeah. timeline, so to speak, of a young woman's early 20s. And so I just thought to myself, you know, where, where is this taking me? You Absolutely. Know? And, um, so 
my my trust of his his plans that he has for each one of us just grew stronger. Absolutely. Um, I knew that he had my best interests in mind, and from now on, I'm 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 fully let go of the reins and I've just let him take them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's so funny. Um, I, I have to agree with you on that. I feel like, and I have no doubt in my mind that we were supposed to talk on the phone today. I'm just saying that just, I'm seeing so many different just revelations right now. You have no idea. And I'm like, first of all, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I got to plan a trip to come see you in Colorado if you're still living there. Cause one, I want to go skiing just saying um but then second of all i actually want to do a <laughs> vlog podcast with you where we've actually got you know the camera set up and and we're just i don't know i'm picturing this awesome mountain resort with you know snow i don't know something fun, or even on your ranch this would just be awesome and a cup of coffee um because all I, right I, hey, I, if there's coffee in this session then Hey, coffee all day, every day. And it just is amazing to me <laughs> that, you know, God works in so many mysterious ways. And I, and I can so totally attest to that because the two years, you know, when I jumped back into this, keep in mind, had sold everything off. So had to build the wardrobe from scratch. Girl, I get the feeling on the hair and makeup. Like that just comes with time. And you're just like, shoot me sometimes. <laughs> and... And, and there's days that, you know, and, and my mom told me this. This was so interesting because I look back on it and she said, there's going to be days that you're going to sit here and wonder, what did you get yourself into? She's like, but go back to those experiences and the lives that you touch and those that have, you know, that you make a difference in and remember those experiences and remember your why. Remember why you stepped foot back into this arena, why you took a leap of faith to do this. And literally, I mean, it was a challenge. It's, you know, my mom and dad, they've always supported me. Just, I'm sure much like your parents have, you know, rodeo family grew up, you know, dad's retired military now. And, you know, it's just amazing at what, you know, the Lord can bless you with when you let him. And I just, I, girl, I feel like yes. we're going to church. I feel like I need to pass the offering plate right now. <laughs> <laughs> pass it along, girlfriend. Pass it along. It's like, uh, oh. no, it's, it's amazing once you, once you let God in, you know, and, and, and really experience what he has in store for you. And I think, you know, a lot of us, we try to fight it because we're always searching for answers, right? We right. always want to know what's on the other end of the rainbow. Yep. But sometimes, you know, it's it's the journey, right? It's it's not knowing what's actually going to benefit you more than actually getting to that end. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And uh, unfortunately, I am uh, I am no longer in Colorado. I'm in Texas, but I figured you were. So go on a ski <laughs> trip. I know. Some <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Lone Star State now, but shoot, we could do something in the stockyards or anything like that. But I'd love to go back to Colorado and, and go skiing or something. And uh, we got a great view of the mountains on my family's ranch. And shoot, oh, yeah. girl, we'll plan a whole trip. Please let me know when that is. I have some trips I need to book up north anyway. So, you know, just I can plan a whole month around that. <laughs> 
And um, I'm glad to know you're you're back in te- you're actually in Texas because because uh, let me I, and you may have to correct me here. You're with the Cowboy Channel now, right? Is that right? Well, yes, uh, Cowboy Channel, but I am uh, a talent officially for the Cowgirl Channel. That's right. Okay. I knew we had the unveiling of that the other day, and I'm like, okay, I know. Because kind of keeping up with you, I was like, okay, I know she's there, but I don't know, is she full-time with Cowboy Channel or now the Cowgirl Channel? So, So, okay. Good to know. Yeah, my journey journey with them has been a little uh, little crazy just because, you know, I only experience I have on camera behind a microphone is through Rodeo Queen. Yeah, uh, you know my my degree from CSU was in animal sciences. Right. So it was not broadcast. It was not journalism. It was not communications. So my only experience has been through rodeo painting, and that's again that's what I want to really hone in on for girls is the the experiences and the opportunities that you gain through rodeo painting can completely change the trajectory of your life. Absolutely. Did I think someday that I would want to be on the Cowboy Channel? Yes, but never would I have imagined that that would actually become a reality. Right. Um, and so, with all that being said, um, my my training, my learning process has been through the Cowboy Channel. You know, they would throw me on segments on, on Western Sports Roundup. Uh, they actually sent me out. I was only two weeks into my job. And they sent me out on a solo project to Art of the Cowgirl, which if you've never been to Art of the Cowgirl, what an amazing event that truly highlights and showcases the beauty of all the things a cowgirl is. Yeah. Um, from art, cooking, uh, women's ranch rodeo, uh, world's greatest horsewoman. I mean, just so many things that a cowgirl can be, uh, which is why I'm excited and I'm proud to be a part of the Cowgirl Channel because there's... We have just barely begun to tap into, first of all, the Western industry as a whole, but the cowgirl itself. You know, we just see barrels. We just see breakaway on the Cowboy Channel and in Pro Rodeo. But there's so much more to a cowgirl than what we see. And I'm so excited to, to finally tap into that beauty of a cowgirl. That I love grit it. and grace of a cowgirl. Um, but so I, they sent me out to that all by myself. Uh, with the team that wasn't really with the Cowboy Channel um, mm-hmm. that they had just hired. Right. And with no direction. They just told me to grab some interviews with the clinicians and this and that. And that was it. I I didn't even know some of the verbiage. Yeah. You know, like grab some B-roll. What the heck was B-roll? I don't know what that is. Now I'm using that term all the time. Yeah. So... You know, that that was kind of the kickstart because I really had to force myself to learn and, and just um, engulf myself into this position. And I'm so glad that they trusted me enough to go out there and, and get some of that footage. And actually, they're airing some of those episodes that I did on the Cowgirl channel right now. So I got interviews with Sherry Serby, um, Kara Brewer, who's an amazing cutting trainer, um, Trina Morris with Horsemanship. I mean, just some amazing cowgirls. Um, I almost made Sherry Serby cry. I was oh. very proud of that moment. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what an amazing, amazing, iconic cowgirl she is. Uh, yes. My mom and I have always looked up to her. Uh, so, you know what? That's another fun thing about my job is, you know, I actually get to know these individuals that 
my mom and I would dream about meeting someday, you know. Right. And, and even my dad, too. You know, I did an interview with Patrick Smith last night, who him and his partner won the round there in Rodeo Austin. And my dad, you know, was like, oh, my gosh, you got to talk to Patrick Smith. Like, he's my favorite team rover, you know. And yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, no big deal, you know. And uh, so it's just – it's. I still fangirl over some of the people that I get to stand next to and talk to and get to know more about. Um, so, you know, yes, I'm, I'm bringing, you know, uh, Western sports news and, and covering these people and sharing their stories with, you know, thousands of viewers. But I also get a benefit out of it, too. You know, I, I get to be with that person and, and talk with them and just what a... What an amazing journey it all has been. It really has. Yeah, I, that is just, I, I love it. I'm I'm having a slight fangirl mode. If you ever need a roadie to help carry all of your camera equipment, you know, I, look, we can do that. I will say back when we did our TV production class and stuff and all of that is, you know, it's a little different nowadays than us actually having to carry the big cameras out like we used to do. Now you can roll them on your iPhone and carry a handheld recorder and there you go. And you're just like, well, that was nice. <laughs> and I, I got tickled because yes, the yes. Um, Cowboy Channel, when we, uh, I was over in the Exchange Club of Brunswick, Georgia, uh, they actually just had their rodeo this past weekend. But last year we actually had an interview and they had reached out to me and they're like, hey, can you just take some photos and then get some, you know, video and stuff just with your phone and all of this and send it back to us to do this? You know, they were doing a rodeo segment, you know, just different rodeos throughout the United States and I just absolutely loved it. And I'm like, well, don't we, do I need to get like a better camera or something? And they're like, no, just do it. And like, and I was like, cool, this is nice. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know, again, learning my, my part, which is being an on-air talent. So again, I've always been on the other side. So I was always the one being interviewed, not yep. the interviewee. Uh, so that's, Totally different, and then also too seeing more of like the technical side of things. Yep. Um, you know, watching the producers produce the shows and, and the cameramen and and just all the different equipment and verbiage that they use. I mean, it's just I love learning. I really do. And I again, another thing that I try to tell girls is to always have that willingness to learn. Always have that open mind because you can never know everything. And especially as a rodeo queen, there is so much that you need to know. Yeah. And you have to have that open mind and that willingness to learn. I can't stand it when I see girls, you know, closed off to opportunities and, and, you know, wanting to learn more because we don't know everything. Right. Even when I was Miss Party America and I would go to clinics and, you know, they would ask me to share my knowledge, you know, I would, I would say, hey, I was just sitting, you know, in one of those chairs that you're sitting in now not too long ago, and I'm still sitting there right next to you, even as Miss Party yeah. America. I'm still learning. Um, and so I think that's helped me with this position is just being willing to learn and willing to work hard. You know, not anything is going to be handed to you. And just because I was Miss Rodeo America and just because you were Miss Rodeo USA does not mean anything is going to be handed to you. That's right. Things might, the doors may appear, but you still have to physically open that door. You yep. still have to put in the hard work to achieve what is being presented to you. Absolutely. So, you know, again, I've, I've always strived myself. My parents have taught me very well, you know, how, how to work hard and, and prove yourself. You know, nothing's going to be given to you just because you're so-and-so. And 
just because I was Miss Birdie America doesn't mean, you know, it's it's going to be handed to me. I still got to put in the work. Yeah. And, and, you know, my mom's favorite saying and, um, and, and even my grandmother's favorite saying is those who can do and those who can't talk. And I'm, I'm always and always have been a fan of, you know, you don't have to go around and tout how good you are. Your work will do the talking for you. And so I think that's yes. a great way right there to, to say basically what all you just said. You know, you ha every good teacher is also a great student because even while they're teaching, they are still... Um, you know, actually working in a part of what's going on and they are still actively learning even with students in the arena or in, I'm going to use an analogy here, in the water because I'm working on, you know, my dive master certification with scuba diving. You know, there's always something to learn from somebody and that to me is just probably one of the greatest assets that any person can adopt and live by is in order to be a great teacher, you have to be an excellent student. Absolutely. Well, shoot, you're getting scuba dive certified. I'll take you skiing. How about you take me scuba diving? I love that. Deal. Absolute deal. 100%. Uh, I saw where last year, you know, y'all actually got to do the beach trip down to Florida and I was a little jealous. I was like, I want to go see the alligators. <laughs> I, I want to yes, go. Yes, <laughs> So You know, this is, this is kind of a good time to incorporate this. But, you know, I, I hate how, how separate Miss Birdie America and Miss Birdie USA is. Like, I wish you could come on some of those fun trips. You know, even though we represent different organizations, yeah. they're both great organizations. And we both, at the end of the day, are representing the same thing. We're representing the Western industry, we're representing rodeo, we're representing hardworking individuals that stand behind what they believe in. And I wish, you know, we could go on those fun trips together. And I hope someday the two organizations do come together and, and you know, are able to incorporate some fun things together in the future. Absolutely. Which, you know, I think, um, you know, there's been a great process in that that started um, you know, I think you and I got to see a little bit of that last year, which really got me excited um, about that. Because like you said, we, you know, uh, we represent the same sport. We basically, I had somebody ask me one time, well, what's the difference between you and Miss Radio America? And I'm like, well, you want the honest answer? And they're like, yes. I'm like, the titles. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah, I'm like, we, we do literally. the same job. And I'm like, yes, Miss Rodeo America is with PRCA, who is the granddaddy of them all. I mean, that is, you know, that is the elite. And I'm like, but still at the same time, we travel. We travel just about as much. And, you know, we're all in. I like how you kind of put it, you know, because uh, it is funny. I do think it's interesting how the two associations run a little bit of separate tracks. So there's a good coverage area because, you know, you were kind of covering the, the western slash northern section last year. And I was kind of in the southeast over to Texas and on up into Kansas a little bit. And um, it, it's interesting to see actually how that kind of complements one another in a way. Um, and it's, it's, to me, kind of a, a great marketing tactic in my opinion but <laughs> I was like hey we're spreading yeah. it all over the United States <laughs> absolutely absolutely you know and and a lot of times people don't realize that you know there's one or the other and so sometimes you know people will be like oh Miss Radio USA and I'm like 
yes, absolutely. If that's what you want to call me, call me that. I don't care. Yeah. I, I had a couple of folks of like, yeah, this is Radio America. It's like, nope, that's Haley. That's Haley. But sure. <laughs> absolutely. We, I'll grab her. I, like, I feel like we needed 3D printout cards where we like life size that we could just stick with us and, and put it out and be yes. like, okay, this is Haley. This is me. Look, now you got the best of both worlds. <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah this is oh my gosh this has been so much fun and we could keep talking forever but I don't want to take up too much of your time I do know this I want to get you back on this podcast a little later when you've gotten to settle in at the cowgirl channel let's set up that dive trip and that ski trip because I can definitely make that happen and I could definitely use some beach time so you just let me know when you're like hey can we go? <laughs> and it'll be like, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I, I love doing, you know, up to date or, or uh, kind of, hey, this is what's been going on, you know, kind of uh, those kind of situations. So I would love to talk later on after I've become a little bit more seasoned. And shoot. Uh-oh. Looks like we lost her again. Go, go. Uh, Say that one more time. We lost you on that one. We hit a little dead spot. One more time. Uh, I can keep talking. I talk for my job, so I love talking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we uh, we had lost you there for a minute. You were starting to say something about the diving and then something about you getting a little more seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be a little bit more seasoned towards the end of the year, but uh, the diving and the ski trip, let's do it. I, I'm 100%. I'll bring the coffee for both trips and we'll make sure we're ready to go. And this has just been awesome. Haley, thank you again so much. And um, folks, uh, can you can you tell everybody where they can keep up with you and your journey on your socials and LinkedIn and share all that with us real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Well, shoot, it's been a long time since I've had a LinkedIn, but you can definitely keep up with me on Instagram and Facebook. You just look up my name, Haley Fredrickson on both you can find me there um but also make sure to keep me or keep up with me on the cowgirl channel and that is at the cowgirl channel official on instagram and also on facebook and you know you'll still see me on the cowboy channel here and there but that's where i'm gonna eventually move into but i'm just so excited to continue sharing my my journey my passion uh and just really get to showcase me now, me as Haley Fredrickson after the crown and sash. Um, I'm still that same genuine, bubbly, funny cowgirl that you saw last year under the Landstrom's Black Hills Gold Crown as I am now. So I'm just excited to share that, that personal side of me through social media. That is awesome. Well, Haley, thank you again so much for joining us. Have safe travels wherever you're going. And folks, make sure you check out Haley's socials. Check out the Cowgirl channel. This is brand new. You're not going to want to miss it. They have some great content. Obviously, one of the best on-air talents now since they've added Miss Haley in. And it's going to be awesome. And folks, we will catch you guys on down the trail next time you've been listening to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast with Jesse Lynn and Haley Fredrickson. We'll see you guys next time.